Hello? I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. Hi, and welcome to Two Creations, the Asian American podcast where the Joy Luck Club meets drunk history. I'm your host, Nancy Lee. And I'm your other host, Cindy Yep. Right now, we're going to do our ham. Hams are hella Asian moments. It's like anything that happens in your life where you're like, dude, that was hella Asian. I, it happens to us uh, pretty much a on a weekly yeah. basis. What do you think? I would say it's my um, life. It's, it's not so, yeah. You kind of can't forget. It's hard to forget that you're Asian. Uh, Nancy, did you have a ham this week? Well, as we discussed, we have many hams. But this one I'm going to share it with you is uh, about the soup kitchen I volunteer at. I go there every Saturday. A food-based ham. Oh, it's not even about food, but it's really good food. It's a soup kitchen that serves meatloaf all the time. But there's like clearly a lot of volunteers, and a lot of volunteers are actually Asian, right? And there's these guests that think we're all related. Like they're literally like, oh, your brother at the door. And I'm like, that's not my brother. And then they'll be like, oh. Your brother? Yeah. Or they're like, and they'll go to him like, oh, your sister. And I'm just like, really? And I'm like, we don't look alike at all. Like, Why they, would you think that we're one family? I have no idea. I have no idea. But I'm just like, oh, like, I didn't want to engage, right? Like, I'm just not going to have this conversation. Right. I'm just like, um, he's not my brother. And I just move on. But it's just like, really? Because we're Asian? We're in 2018. I'm just like, really? And also the idea that... Your family is like 18 people in it and like they're yeah. all working the soup kitchen. <laughs> FYI, unless it was going to look good on a college application, our parents would never want us to volunteer at a soup kitchen. <laughs> That's like a waste of good studying time. Yeah. Like charity. I did. I try. I like volunteering. So I always like did it myself. It wasn't like my parents ever drove me to do it or pushed me to do it. But I right. I mean, I don't think. I'm sure they like don't mind, but they wouldn't put all of their kids up for it. Oh, yeah. That, that's what would have to happen in order for you to all be brothers and sisters. Volunteer work is go, called helping the family business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you put in a lot of volunteer hours growing up. Yeah, I, I definitely say that. That's how I'm a really good hostess <laughs> at the soup kitchen. I've had like 20 years of experience of being a hostess. It's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> and back then when you were like where's your sister like that really was your sister <laughs> you're like i'm offended oh yeah no that is my sister you're like wait a second that person does relate and that is my mom <laughs> i mean i guess it's a step up from saying like you're the same person this is true like this at least true. you're an in an individual person Anyway. Well, what about your ham moment for the week? I have like a really related ham. It was at the dentist's office. And like I, I came in, said hi to the receptionist. I sat down. I waited for like a really long time. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Finally, I, I get a phone call. It's the receptionist who's sitting right in front of me. <laughs> She's calling me from like, You're like I'm five here. feet away. Yeah. She's like, hi, is, uh, is Cindy Yep? Is he up there? I'm like, yeah, I'm here. I'm here in front of your face. <laughs> and she's like, oh, oh, there's, I thought you were with that other girl. There was another Asian in the dentist's office at the same time. <laughs> and she thought we were friends Friend? or oh, something. Oh, so you just like came to bring your friends yeah. to the dentist? Friends or maybe sisters, now I think about it. And we just hang out. Like, who does that? Oh, Like, my. who hangs out with their friend at the dentist's office? Have you ever gone to the dentist with your friend? No. No. 
That's not a thing that I'm like, what are you doing on Tuesday at 10? Do you want to come to my dentist with me, Cindy? No. I I don't know. She's like, I'm waiting for this person. There's a person in my lobby. But that can't be the person because she's Asian. She must have come with the other Asians because they don't travel alone. Oh, man. What did she say? Like, what was her response? (sighs) Nothing. She was just like, oh, my God. I thought you were. I thought you were. Like, not like, I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. No. You're like, my my racism is okay. Well, uh, coming from the, you know, that dentist office story, let's talk about what we talked about last episode. A little bit about love and romance, or lack thereof. So this is actually uh, part two of our multi-part series on Crasian love. Last time we learned that uh, we haven't learned anything of value from our parents about sex and dating and marriage. We learned a lot of things of not very good value from HBO. And, um, you know, no, no wonder we're, no wonder we're kind of screwed up and there's a lot of screwed up relationships in the world. You know, nowadays, can you imagine what kids are seeing on TV if what we saw on HBO is what we learned? (laughs) You know, that's amazing. Like that's, that's shocking. Like kids have access to porn like 24 seven. Yeah. Um, we're lucky that we just saw like softcore Skinamax. Yeah. And you had a VHS like, we didn't, or you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's like really, that's tame. That's fine. You know, like nowadays that's like nothing. Do you think Asian parents buy like spyware and stuff like that because of the, like, would they put the money in to avoid it or do they're like, eh, and then their kids are like I, watching it all the time? I wonder. I would love to hear from some kids. Yeah, like but 12-year-old Asians, Crasians. Yeah, I would love to see like a survey of what what do you know? You know, just like well, I give can, them like a blank notebook and really like, tell us everything you know. Can I just tell you I have a niece who's 7 and I was talking about uh dating and he goes, oh, "Did you break up with your boyfriend? Did he cheat on you?" What? They're like learning about like relationships and cheating and she's seven. So what are we going to be talking in this section of the two Crasian love? Today we're going to fast forward a little bit to uh, high school, the high school era. Um, We grew up in the 80s pretty much. We are 80s kids. And uh, movies and TV in the 80s, they gave like, they gave me at least a certain idea about like what dating in high school is going to be like like i'm talking about <laughs> john like, hughes did that for us bre- right yeah exactly yeah. oh my god yeah the it was the bible like breakfast club pretty in pink like these these kids were super cool they looked really old yeah and <laughs> like they had they had bodies and like we didn't have bodies and like they had cars and we we couldn't you know we couldn't relate but i did relate to pretty in pink because of the scene where um, she's like, I don't want you to see where I live, okay? Like, that's also me. Aww. Same. Like, I, I didn't want people to see where I live. I, that's how I felt about the inside of my house sometimes. Because, you know, my wife friends all had, like, really nice pastel art on the wall and, like, couches that were, like, teal blue. Looked like you were in Miami or something. And yeah, it could like, have been, like, in a movie. Like, yeah. we, didn't have, we didn't have houses that could be in movies. Oh, no. No. It could be, but maybe, like, Stranger Things. Maybe like the Hoarders show. Oh, well, you know, the if you're talking about 16 Candles, Long Duck Dong, 
is the Dude. quintessential representation for us of the 80s. Oh, sexy girlfriend! And then, like, every time oh, he came yeah. in, there was even a gong. So true. I mean, Long Dong Dong didn't make things easy for Asian kids. No. No. It was, it, it was, it was hard times. I can, I can only imagine, like, for guys, for Asian guys, how hard that must have been. Oh, gosh. I know. Exactly. It's, like, exactly the stereotype that you don't want to feed into everyone's mindset is what it was, de- as he was depicted. Yeah. But also, there wasn't, there wasn't really very many Asian women. Like, can you remember any? Like, I, I feel like nowadays there's, like, a culture of there's sometimes there's hot Asian chicks in movies. And we didn't really have that when we were kids. So, like, for better or for worse, we didn't get, like, influenced by that, like, kind of that kind of image, that ideal. Yeah. No, I don't. I'm trying to think, like, the first time I saw an Asian woman in media growing up. I didn't really... I don't even remember. I mean, Margaret Cho is the first one that I can think of. And she was like a comedian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that that was it, really. Yeah, it's just like very different than versus now. It's like these hot Asian chicks, right? When we were younger, yeah. there, just, they, there was no representation. Except maybe like uh, some sort of like martial arts thing, right? Like Karate Kid, stuff like that in the 80s. We talked last time about how sex wasn't really talked about and like dating wasn't really uh condoned much less you know encouraged do you think there was actually danger of us getting like knocked up or something or were we just like too nerdy when i think about myself in like say like middle school like i had like grandma glasses and i had a bionator you know a bionator what's a bionator it's it's like a retainer that you wear after braces but it's like on top and bottom so you have to take it out when you eat and it like ties your whole it it ties your whole mouth together i remember the girl on pretty in pink that she has the thing in her mouth during the dance yeah she had headgear it's not as bad as headgear although i had cousins that had that okay okay yeah i had sorry that just brought me back to that movie for sure. That's the signal of like the unattractive person, right? Yeah. Is like mouth, mouth metal. So I had like a fat face. Uh, maybe I'll share a picture of this. I had, I had a thing for like fluffy pink dresses and Aww. I had like a crippling shyness and like everything, you know, you see on TV and stuff is all about like curves and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. It's like in the eighties it was and we were like Asian people. A lot of them have no bodies to this day. So, like, when we're, you know, we're, like, in middle school, we're, like, there's nothing there. But, like, when I look at pictures of myself, I'm, like, they're, my parents are probably psyched. They're, like, this chick is hideous. So, Nancy, what about you? Like, uh, I mean, you're a less socially disappointing person than myself. <laughs> Way to throw it out there like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was actually quite a tomboy. Like I wasn't a girly girl. I got I became girly girl later in life, but I was a tomboy. All my friends were boys. I played football. They called me the fridge because I played football <laughs> with a bunch of skinny, skinny ass boys. And one would grab one ankle, the other one would grab the other ankle, and then I would cl- I would like walk my way to the goalposts, which are the two trees on the lawn. And they were just like, how the hell? What the fuck? Like, you're like walking with us. So that's how big I was. I could carry them on my legs. 
And they were like, oh my God, you're like the, the fridge. And I was like, oh, I like cried <laughs> in the so bathroom. I was like, they call me the fridge. And I was like, and I liked one of them. I had like a crush on one of them. I'm like, oh, I was so. But they like, such they t- didn't see, see you as a. Uh, like a female. They called me the fridge. Like they called on. you the fridge. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that wasn't. It. They weren't There's like. No, I w- they're like. I want to date the fridge. I want to yeah. get to know the, the fridge. fridge. Yeah, that's like not a nickname you want your girlfriend to have, right? But then no. when um, I was like thirteen, because I live in a very Jewish community, I went to a lot of bar and bat mitzvahs. And a popular gift they give is like these keychains that you take pictures with your friends. And I would see like how chubby I was because like it wasn't like we had we didn't have smartphones right so we weren't taking pictures all the time when we would do these things for the bar but mitzvah I was like oh my gosh I'm like really chubby and people would say things to me like my my ballet teacher Ms. Oga she was like you know Asian people are very skinny what happened and I was just like oh well I'm that Asian that grows up in America so uh, I'm like of normal body weight, if not maybe a little, you know, softer. So uh, yeah. So she was just like, uh, I think you're, you're too heavy for you're too heavy for uh, be- uh, toe shoes, and that's like the epitome of what you want to do as a little girl. You want to be a ballet person, right? Oh my right? god! Yeah. And she's just like took away my toe shoes. So I'm like, no, I want to oh do my toe god. shoes. So I like forced myself to do it, but she was right. I also had flat feet, to be fair. I had no arch. No no arch and being a little bit heavier than one would be on toe shoes. Those toes hurt. They don't, the wool they give you, gel pads, does jack shit. It hurts. You're like dancing on your damn toes. Did you ever do toe shoes? No, I never did. You are lucky. I'm glad that I didn't have to be told that I'm too fat for toe shoes because I probably would have been. Yeah, it's not it's not something you want to hear as like a 14-year-old girl. That's awful. Yeah. What about uh dating in uh high school? Like what what happened there? Anything in high school or college? So, yeah, like a little bit like a little bit here and there and like I was a pretty late bloomer. Um and I did but I did have one serious relationship in high school. Like, I think last episode, we talked about my mom's sex talk, which is basically don't do drugs, don't do sex. Well, my boyfriend in high school was a 22-year-old drug dealer. So, like, uh. it's a major backfire. Major <laughs> backfire on, on mom. Yeah. Good job, mom. Yeah. Um, he was a real loser. But I didn't, I, I didn't know better, I guess. So, my dating in high school was very nominal there was like the korean that was a no-go right and then i did date like a best friend of mine for a little bit and my parents didn't really care it was like nothing but i just remember what people told me they're like oh you know you know why he's dating you because he really likes the ethnic girls ethnic girls and that was the first time to be honest i think i was like 10th grade i was like wait a second I'm like an ethnic girl. Like that's how people look at me. They don't look at me just because of me. Oh my God. It's like how your mom said like they, that you think you're American, but yeah. everyone sees you as Chinese. Yeah. Like, people are laying down truth on you. I know. <gasps> she's kind of like, she's kind of like that, uh, the horse whisperer or whatever. She kind of says something <laughs> that all of a sudden I'm like, mom, you're so right. 
I have to oh give it God. to her. Yeah. She's she's a fortune cookie, that one. <laughs> fortune cookie. <laughs> so what about college? College, I continued to clearly, I went to NYU and I continued to date some Jewish guys. And, you know, I think in college, that's when you, I realized more overtly about this whole like preference of Asian women. Like I saw it in action. And mm. that's because there'd be all these guys that I started to like either become friendly with or kind of date or whatever. And I meet these other girls that I became friends with who happened to be Asian, but very similar to me. And they all have dated like there was this one guy that had no vocal cords. We'll call him G. And then there was this other guy that was from L.A. He dated like all these Asian girls like and then even Asian best friend, girlfriends. It was just like weird. And I like realized like this is what yellow fever is. Like someone told me like, oh, they have yellow fever. And I, I, I never knew the, the slang. Cause like people would have to say it to me and at my school, there wasn't a lot of us. So they didn't even know the slang. So when I got to college, people were like throwing these things at me, like Twinkie and yellow fever. And I'm like, what the heck is this? Oh my God. Like, yeah, I can't think of like when I learned about it, but like you can like pinpoint like when it became apparent to you. Yeah. College. Wow. It, it's like really funny. You like go out with your girlfriends and you could tell like I like was like the Asian persuasion that some of the bouncers liked. And, you know, it was like a different mix of people. I had a girlfriend, my best friend from college. She's Indian and we would go out the two of us and we'd always get in the front of the line and things like that because like we were seniors in college and we recognized that people really love that Asian kind of uh uh ethnic kind of look at the time or whatnot and when we were in high school we all were both very we all had we had both um all american friends white friends and we were like embarrassed right and then we got to college and we're like oh wait people love this like exotic look or whatnot and yeah you're like i'm, I'm hot yeah like it was to be honest that's how i felt like in, co- in high school i'm like eh, like you know kind of like yeah. Coasting because you're with your friends, so you're comfortable, but it's not like you're meeting new people all the time. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you get to college and I went to NYU, so I'm in the city and I'm meeting people left and right. And like, you're getting this kind of like attention and you're like, oh, wait, is he flirting with me? Wait, he thought I was cute. And you're like, oh, it's kind of- <laughs> <laughs> so you learn, so you learned like that there's like, there's like interest outside of like your hometown. There's like interest in like so-called ethnic people, but there's also like a dark side. Yes. Yes. And, and then it was just like, you would always meet and like all these guys I would be like dating or be interested in. They all loved all these Asian girls. And then finally I'd meet like one guy who like, I was the first Asian person or Asian girl he dated. I felt like I won the lottery. Cause like <laughs> everybody, every time he was a virgin. Yeah. Of the Asian oh, I love persuasion. a virgin. Yeah. But it was like, it was like a lottery because otherwise you go round robin and you're like, oh, this guy dated Amanda. This one dated Jackie. This one, like, oh, they dated Jackie uh, and Amanda. Like, it was just like, oh my gosh. Uh, Am I just feeling this like Barbie doll? Not Barbie because yeah. that's blonde. But you know what I'm saying. The Asian yeah. Chinese version is crazy. Yeah. You want to, you want to find that virgin. And then when you really recognize the yellow fever, like when a guy dates a lot of Asian girls, you're like, yeah, yellow fever, you throw it out there. No, when you really learn, 
is when you go to some guy's apartment and, you know, sometimes guys have like, this is when I was younger, like pinups or some like sexy pictures of women when they're all Asian women, then you're like, Ooh. where the fuck's the door? And they're like, not Asian. Like, no. That's creepy no. as fuck. Like, you might as well have a well in your basement with a bucket that you need to put the lotion in. Because that's <laughs> creepy as fuck. Yeah. I was just like, um, uh, I need to go to the bathroom. And I'm just like, oh, I got the fuck out of there. Yeah. You're like, uh, do you want to date me or like wear my skin? I don't understand. Yeah. And you're just like, oh my God, my mom told me about this. My mom told me about this. I got to get out of here. <laughs> mom was right. Oh my God. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, like us, love to think about this topic of yellow fever, we are going to go deep, deep into it. Our next episode is going to be all about yellow fever. So, all of the things that you always wanted to know, but could still live without knowing, <laughs> we'll be covering. <laughs> but if you have anything to share, please like reach out to us on Twitter and Facebook and post your question. And Instagram. Oh, yeah, Instagram. Yeah. Just post a question or share. And let us know, uh, did you date... Uh, people with yellow fever in college and how did you hear about it did you hear about it before college uh i love how we're assuming all the asian women went to college <laughs> i mean because because they did i mean my mom didn't push me a lot to excel in school she like was really good that way but like one time when i was like i'm gonna move to europe with my 22 year old drug dealer boyfriend <laughs> she was like no that was like the only thing where she was just like putting her, her fucking foot down. I She's mean, like, that's I'm appropriate. Gonna put, like listening yeah, to this. She like, was setup. like, I, I put up with a lot of shit from you. But she put that size five foot down. She's like, that's it. She's like, you're going to fucking college. And she did me a fucking favor. Imagine yep. if I had gone to Europe with a fucking six foot five drug dealer. Uh, you'd be, you'd be like broke down palace. Uh, I'd be broke down palace. I'd be a mule of so many different origins. <laughs> so thanks, mom. I do appreciate. <laughs> so on that note, <laughs> so that's our experience. <laughs> but uh, you know, we are Crasian, so we know that our experience doesn't always match that of everyone else. So uh, share. But anyway, yeah, share. But we did all go to college. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye, bye, love.